Okay, we're live. We ready to rock? We're live. We're where's live. the yeah. Where's the rolling? We we're not doing the, the rolling. Intro first, flip. Oh yeah, that's how this thing works. <laughs> hey guys, I'm rusty as hell, just like our favorite football team. But we would love to would for you to attend the final episode of Viking Hot Takes for the 2021 season. We're going to roll into the offseason and keep on recording, but the Vikings are not. So here's our last episode on an actual game. Skull Vikes, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's go a Viking on Viking Hot Takes. Viking Hot Takes. Welcome to Week 18, the Minnesota Vikings versus the Chicago Bears. It's a game that doesn't matter. So whatever. All I know is we got the pick master supreme, Eric J. Thompson. Eric, tell us about those picks, man. Oh Well, there's a little site called Tally Site, and there's like 300 or some, 300 plus analysts and yours truly is the overall leader going into week 18. But in true Vikings fashion, I'll probably lose the lead right at the very end. But uh, yeah, I sh- wow. the thing is I should, I, I, I have won exactly $0 because I don't really gamble on football. So I, uh, as soon as I'd actually would gamble, I'd get all my picks wrong. But yeah, it's, uh, that's been one highlight of this season. It hasn't been the play on the field for the Vikings, but uh, I'm, I'm picking the games uh, pretty well. Y'all heard it. Y'all need to follow Eric for those picks. Hopefully he doesn't have a, Nate Pool moment here in week 18. <laughs> but the fans are already in the comments. They're ready to go. They're saying fire sale. They've got the Vikings takes already flying. So we're going to get started here too. Six questions, 20 minutes. Dave, put it on the clock and I'm going to ask question number one. Eric, raid Clint Kubiak's season. We up here, Dave? We're we gonna we're gonna get the timer. There we go. Okay, four, three. All right. So the first Great. question is grade Clint Kubiak season. Well, if we're if we are grading only the opening drives, I'd give him like a B plus, maybe even a minus. But we aren't doing that here. You have to you have to coach sixty minutes of a game, and I think overall I would probably give him something like a C minus or a D plus. It just wasn't good enough. I, I mean, it wasn't all negative, and we're certainly some bright spots. I mean, Cousins is going to get over 4,000 yards again, and Cook is, I think he's top five in rushing, even though he missed four games, and there's no signs of a sophomore slump from Jefferson. He he followed up that 1,400-yard season, and he already has 15. He's, he, he's having a better year, more targets, more more catches, more yards, more touchdowns, but it, it just this offense put itself behind the eight ball far too often for every amazing scoring drive, especially the opening scoring drives. There were two or three, you know, just pitiful three and outs where the team moves nowhere on first and second down. And then they throw a white flag screen or draw on third down and punt it away. You know, like it's, it was maddening because there was definitely the potential there. And, you know, of course, very few offensive coordinators, I think are going to figure everything out in year one. But I think, you know, in more often than not, I think for, if you look at the, the season front to back, if Clint doesn't have his last name, does he have the job that he that he had this year? I really I have my doubts because he they, he did he wasn't he never called plays. He obviously has 
the pedigree, but I think there's a real nepotism problem here for in, in the NFL. I mean, it's not just the Vikings. The Vikings are definitely uh, they're, they're on both sides of the ball. They have a lot of it, but it, it just seems like he wasn't ready yet. And I think that really hurt the team overall again with, with this much skill on on that side of the ball and again it wasn't all the offense's fault there were plenty of games where the, it was the defenses but i just think overall it, you, you can't be that impressed with kubiak's first year what do you think yeah i think they were lazy and i think they were kind of over it and i don't think that they felt like putting in the time and effort to find an actual offensive coordinator last year you know we talked about multiple offensive coordinator options Clearly, this is a, one of the reasons why Zimmer has to go is if you're not willing to do a full search for the offensive coordinator, the most important side of the ball, then this is what happens. You've got an offense that slid from 11th in EPA per play to 17th in 2021, 11th in points in 2020 to 14th in 2021, mm-hmm. and they added a bunch of new players. They added Christian Derisaw. We got little out of D.D. Westbrook. We didn't see Kenny Wongu on the field. So it's not just to play calling. There's no way to say Clint Kubiak has a good, had a good year and he just couldn't do any of the advanced things other than just be a placeholder with the last name Kubiak. He couldn't play call plays past a, uh, past the opening script. He couldn't evolve when defenses were taking certain things away and he couldn't get new players onto the field. He just had no answer i give it a d minus yeah i mean that's it it really i think it you know we're going to talk about this in the next questions but i think what might be zimmer's ultimate demise is that he never really figured out the he had eight seasons here and it was just a revolving door and some of that was good because they got went on and got better jobs but some of it was really bad where they just didn't work out and there was zero consistency there there's probably going to be another new offense coordinator i think there's going to be an entire new regime next year it, it was it was it just wasn't good enough that this this team definitely had enough talent to put up more points to win more games and i think kubiak was part of holding that the, the offense back definitely let's go to the next question okay my first question for you how do you feel about Mike Zimmer playing the starters in this final game he's already come out and said that kirk cousins is going to start sounds like everyone that's available is going to play uh, what? How do you feel about it? I, I just I don't understand it. What's the upside on? You know, I don't really care about losing to get a higher draft pick. I know some fans will. That'll be the first thing they're looking for. Uh, but I do care about the players. So number one, someone could get hurt. Whether it's Dalvin, Justin Jefferson, Harrison Smith, Dalvin Tomlinson, etc. You know, and a lot of these guys. they're leaving the Vikings anyway. And I think teams are savvy enough not to be like, wow, you know, Xavier Woods had a really good week 18. So he's going to get more money in free agency. That's just not how they're thinking. So, you know, I haven't looked up player incentives. You know, a lot of people are saying, well, there's players who have to meet certain statistical uh, benchmarks to, to get extra money. My take on that is, if they're on pace, give them that money anyways so you can save their health. And I'm sure, sure. they're going to be okay with that. So there is no reason to play them. I think it's just Mike Zimmer continuing to be short-sighted and a little bit lazy. 
Yeah, I think he's being stubborn to the very end. It, it's been his way yeah. or the highway, and he's he's going to go hit like he wants to go out on with the win. And like I I know there are a lot of strong opinions. I I get it. Like the, why don't you want to? It's a meaningless game. So why don't you see what you have in mind? You know, most of these rookies barely played. You already touched on that. But like I guess overall, like I don't know if I'm just apathetic after seventeen, you know, sixteen games, and now we're on you know, it, this felt like a lot longer season it wasn't it felt like there were three weeks added not just one but i i guess yeah. i really don't feel that strongly either way i mean it, i get i get the injury thing i totally like there's always some risk of injuries but it's football there's always some risk you could blow up your knee in practice just ask a, a previous quarterback yeah. for the Vikings. like it's i i get it like i i don't i, I but then like i'm I'm okay with the, the starters playing. I think go get the stats and the W if you want, especially against Andy Dalton. You got to got to see if you can beat a backup quarterback for once in your life. That would be a nice way for Zimmer to go out. But and and you know and I, the other thing is like oh you make those stats get get Cousins over the four thousand yards just so he hit, we can we can have the debate it's just even worse in the preseason in the, in the off season just be like oh you know we yeah. back look at all these numbers that Cousins put up oh, well it, and a win gets him right back a win gets Cousins back to the exact five hundred career record 59 59 and two and i'm a i'm a sucker for the balance like i think that's the perfect way for cousins to go into the next season but yeah i just, i guess i really don't have too strong of opinion if they want to do it go ahead and these players you know they i feel like you should give the, the players an option to opt out like a meaningless bowl game or something like that in college but it sounds like these guys want to play jefferson's he sounds psyched about it and sure pad those stats maybe there are some some bonuses that they can come across and it, it looks and like Jefferson already has the record for most receiving yards in two years. Make it a little more unattainable because like, it, it, you know, yeah. the next couple of rookies are going to have 34 games instead of 33. So uh, I, I guess I don't, I, I can't get too worked up about it. I can't get too worked up about anything about this game. That's the sad part. We're, yeah, we're just, it, it'll, we're it'll, mediocre. it'll be nice for them to try to stat pad during a 13 to seven game against the Chicago bears. <laughs> they, ah, they're gonna they're gonna look awesome nothing on the line they are gonna yeah. dominate this offense Clint Kubiak is gonna get an extension okay yeah, but again we don't think we're gonna yeah. we're gonna yeah. get anything. okay so your next question yeah Eric the overall era seems like it's coming to an end grade Mike Zimmer's Vikings this is a tough one because I mean it was a pretty solid eight years overall it was good it just wasn't good enough i don't think and i mean yeah. coaches have to deal with adversary you know with injuries and covid the last two seasons every team has been hit by that but the some of the stuff that zimmer's had to put up with both personally and you know on and off the field with players um you know with bradford and bridgewater's knees basically giving out with his eye giving out like he basically you know, like there there are so many things that happened to this team over the past eight years it was it just wasn't you know like most most coaches like I, I tweeted this out like I think it's time for the Zimmer era to be done. But I really hope he, he writes a tell-all book in a few years because I think they're yeah. going to be. I, I have heard some stories behind the scenes like that would uh, it would be a really good re- a read I think. So I, yeah, it, I, I think overall I'd probably get it to be because I think he overachieved sometimes with this team. Like the 2015 and 2017 seasons really come to mind with uh, with Bridgewater just learning. In, in 2015 and making the playoffs in 2017 was a great run. It really felt like that was the year with the Case Keenum magic. But there's too much in this last four years that I think 2019 was probably the ceiling of what this core group and this coaching staff was going through. And 
you know, that they all, you know, B's get degrees, but I don't think, you know, that's not, you're not going to get uh, a championship with a B level team. And I think that was kind right. of the B, B plus level. So I'd give him a B overall. I think it's going to be hard to replace him overall. Like there's, there's probably a good mm-hmm. chance that the Vikings take a step back next season and they, they're, they're going to have some struggles with the, under a new regime. But I think it's it, overall, it just, it was, it was solid, but it, it, it wasn't good enough. And that's why they have to move on. Yeah, so with Clint Kubiak, we had the comments going. A lot of people were saying D's and F's for Clint Kubiak. A lot of people here are saying, you know, B's, B minus for for Zimmer's Vikings. And you know, I agree. I I don't I don't you know disagree with anything you said there. So I'm just gonna bring up the issue. Like, you got to remember he brought this team out of the ashes. You know, 2013. We looked at Leslie Frazier's. 5, 10, and 1 Vikings, and we wanted him out of the building. We thought he was the worst coach there is. Mike Zimmer comes in. He puts together some really solid seasons for the Vikings. The best stretch we best eight-year stretch we've had in a while. But at the sure. same Since time, as, yeah. As, as, yeah, as he's going out the door, we can't do what we did with Leslie Frazier because look where Leslie Frazier is now. He's gone on and had a great eight years on the defensive side of the football coach some of the best defenses in the league with Buffalo and Tampa Bay. And now he's getting more head coaching interest. So there may be greener days ahead for Mike Zimmer. Yeah, I think I, I really think he'll probably catch on with the team within the next year or two and be a probably pretty solid defensive coordinator. But I think that's kind of his, his ceiling. I think that's his niche. He, he tried his best to get it. I mean, he was well, well overdue for a head coaching job and he did pretty good. There weren't any, complete dumpsters fires of seasons like they had uh, two or three of them under Fraser but yeah I'm getting comments uh quit quit, quit being Quag. nice Eric so, yeah I guess Quag. I'm not grading on a tough enough curve <laughs> yeah Quang is really getting yeah. less grief yeah both but, Clint um, and Zimmer <laughs> yeah I, the, the, the knives are out for everyone again like it's it it's they're they they need to be gone I get it but it overall it was a pretty good stretch it just wasn't good enough true all right. My, All right. My next sec- question. Okay. We've, yeah, we've already touched on uh, Zimmer. I think we both are in agreement there. But out of Zimmer, mm-hmm. Spielman, and Cousins, who's back next season, if anyone? All right. Going to have to move quickly. So the current understanding from everyone who has their ear in Winter Park, uh, sorry, in, in Egan, yeah. <laughs> is that, that, that Zimmer will be gone. Like we said before the season, he had to make the playoffs, and he did not. Yep. So he will not be back in 2022. My current guess is that Spielman will be kept, but in a different role. That's also mm. what people are saying. And I think that automatically means, Crystal Ball, that Kirk Cousins will also be here in 2022. Uh, not that I want that to happen. That's too status quo for me. But right. when you think about just the the mindset of the reasons you would use to keep Rick Spielman even in the building. Those are the same reasons you would use to keep Kirk Cousins around and just have Spielman, you know, maybe he doesn't have final say, but he's telling the new GM, this is a long-term minded franchise. You have time. There's no need to rush and find a new QB and a bad quarterback draft. Just keep Kirk Cousins around. And so, you know, I wish that the Wills would break form and show that they're willing to make significant changes, the ones that are needed. But you can't convince me that they're actually going to keep Rick Spielman around 
and then trade Kirk Cousins. I just do not see that happening. Okay, that's that's surprising. I'm, I I thought you'd be. I, I mean, Zimmer's gone. There's. I don't think there's two ways around yeah. it. I don't see how he survives. And Spielman, I still think he's probably gone just because i think that it seems like such a package deal that they've built yeah like i i mean i appreciate spielman's overall philosophy he knows the draft is by nature a crapshoot he gets as many swings at the plate as he possibly can i appreciate the philosophy he just hasn't got enough hits in in those at bats basically he 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 goes to the plate 10 12 times a season and there haven't been enough hits overall and but so but i I guess i can't guarantee that spielman's gonna be out and maybe they do give him a, a different title but it just seems like I think Spielman wants to be a GM. I think he might have another opportunity just like Zimmer too. But like, as far as cousins goes, I think he's going to be around whether he likes it or not. And whether the new regime likes it or not, like with the head coach, just with that, I think the contract is so hard to move. I mean, like, I think an extension yeah. is probably more likely as much as a lot of Vikings fans would, would hate to see it. That $45 million cap hit is a lot to eat, especially if you're trying to rebuild and stuff like that. And if they can break it up into two seasons, you know, it, it could obviously be worse than Kirk Cousins. I have always been kind of, you know, middle of the road on Cousins. I, I'm, I'm not a Kirk stan. I'm not a Kirk hater. I'm a Kirk is fine, but a lot of things have to go right kind of person. And if yeah. that might not be the worst thing, if you're basically kind of doing a rebuild, having some stability, a quarterback to, to keep them afloat and not just get, you know, not turn into the next Jaguars, I think that might be okay. And again, I just, unless some quarterback hungry team, you know, maybe the Steelers or maybe the Browns, if, if they move on from Mayfield, that, that'd be fine with me. I think like, I think if, if as long as you can get a pretty decent return for cousins, but I, I think any kind of trade, I think the Vikings still have to eat a lot of that salary. And I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. With this quarterback draft, there are definitely no sure things. And I, I hate reaching just to reach on, on that position. So I, I think there'll be, we'll be, yeah. Like, I don't think, I, I personally don't think we're stuck with cousins. I don't, I don't think it's like a, a death sentence, but it, it probably puts a ceiling on what they're, you know, the, the kind of overhaul they're going to do in 2022. Yeah. Well, we don't have time, but I do think it is a death sentence. Let's move on. We got to get rid of cousins. <laughs> we have the 2023. There, there's your chance. Maybe, maybe <laughs> not next year though. Yeah. All right. What's your last one for me? What is the best case scenario for Sunday? I just hope everyone has a fun time. There's nothing. Yeah, just have a good time. It's week 18. Doesn't mean crap. Like, I hope the fans that go, uh, no one gets COVID and they just have fun and enjoy a meaningless game. Hopefully, a win. I mean, like, I'm I'm personally rooting for a win that doesn't hurt the draft position. That's the best of both worlds. And that's definitely possible because the teams around the Vikings, some of them actually have stuff to play for. So, I don't think they drop, you know, I think the worst case scenario is something like 17th or something like that. They can drop from, I think they're in 12th. They could drop mm-hmm. to all the way to 17th. And a lot of people have pointed out, well, you know, that, that meaningless win last year dropped them out of a chance to get Rashawn Slater. And it's like, well, yeah, but I think Christian Derrissaw is going to, you know, he's a pretty good consolation prize. Like, I think, I think they're going to be okay at left tackle there. Yes. Slater looked great this year, but like when it's in the middle of the, the, the first round, that is there that you're dancing around it eric if you don't make the playoffs you got to get the best pick possible it's what it comes down to there's no reason i know but like there's no reason yeah to win this game i know but you think that the the bears are going to come out guns blazing like they're gonna well that's the thing it's like the bears that if they lose it's not like if the vikings win it doesn't help the Bears because guess what? They're for, it helps the Giants. The Giants are rooting for the Vikings on Sunday because they have that first round pick from Justin Fields. So I it, don't it's care not helping about the Bears. I'm trying to get a top ten pick. 
Wow. No injuries yeah, and a good. loss. That's what we're cheering for. Let's just say it. Sure. I'm a fan, which is short for fanatic. I want them to win all the time. Okay. I'm, I'm stupid like okay. that. I want to I go, I want Zimmer to scenario, go If there was a single scenario where they could make the playoffs, I would 100% be rooting for that. I would root if they yeah, had a 2% like, chance uh, sure. to make like the playoffs for the win. Yeah. I would be rooting for a win. Yeah. But there is a 0 Yeah, like what the Ravens chance. have. There is. Yes, yeah. Exactly. I mean, again, I'm not going to, just like the other question, I, I'm not going to get worked up about it again. That's why I just said, I hope everyone has fun. No injuries. These, and, uh, these fun, Vikings can hurt anyone. fun football. <laughs> <laughs> they already have hurt me too All much. Right. I'm dead inside. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got two right. minutes. Last question. Yep. Okay. My final question. We're looking forward because, again, Sunday means pretty much nothing outside of the draft pick. Will the Vikings have a better or worse record in 2022? So we're either going to go seven and 10 or eight and nine or have a, you know, that'd be very Vikings to get a tie at the very end. But uh, so are they going to do better that in 2022 or not? So I answered this question before tw- the 2021 season. I'm not sure if you remember, but I do at, at, at the start of 2021, I predicted that no matter how the Vikings did in 2021, they would be worse in 2022 there's no other way to just look at what's in front of them they 10 of their starters are free agents they're seven million dollars over the 2022 cap so how do you improve this weak roster in just one offseason it's not realistic and it's why rick spielman has to go the roster has steadily fell off over him over the last three years it's not the draft it's a whole bunch of bad trades for kickers and panic trades and and chris herndon's these panic trades and now the other shoe is dropping 2022 is either going to be kirk cousins and a bunch of nobodies or it's going to be a new quarterback and a bunch of potential but that potential will not be realized in 2022 so buckle up let's go (laughs) yeah I think you're right. I think they're going to have to take a sizable step back before they they can move forward because the last four years of you know reloading really just haven't worked. And I think, like I said, the, the 2019 season I think was the ceiling. That was as good as it's going to get with this core group. That like this, the window is closing because there, are, mm-hmm. like you said, there were a lot of one year deals. Most of them didn't work out. So there are going to be a lot of new faces. And some of the new faces will probably be better than what the Vikings had because it's not like a lot of them overachieve. But I think it's they're going to have to it's they're going to have to take their lumps in 2022 and before they can start rebuilding under what I hope is a completely new regime, but at least under a new head coach in in the, the 2022 season. Because again, it's it's the the status quo was was not good enough, and that's why they're they're moving on. And but it, it might get worse first. Look well, at that, right said, under the Eric. Yes, that's what I'm saying, Clifford. We st- let's stop <laughs> acting like this offense was good this year. They were 17th in EPA per play and points scored. Nothing, there are nothing special. It's not going to change okay. next year if they keep her <laughs> Okay, I'm done. I'm done with the hot takes. Eric, okay. well, what's this? last hot take? Uh, yeah, score prediction, right? We still got to do it. Yeah, score prediction. What okay. are we? What are you like going? I said, with? I- I think I think the Vikings put on a show their last game. Jefferson sounds pumped up. Cousins is going to throw for those stats. I mean, could you see a more perfect situation than than Kirk Cousins throwing it twenty five times to Justin Jefferson for like four hundred yards? <laughs> you know, like, but why not? Just run up the score. I think but it's going to be why like now? 30. Why now? 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's why we're getting a new. This. This is why this is the last game for Mike Zimmer because this this kind of thing happens. That not uh, it didn't happen enough. But I think they win. I think they win comfortably. I think they go two two games in a row without uh, uh, without the without a one score game. I think I'll say thirty three to twenty Vikings and the, and Zimmer goes out on a hero that eight and nine hooray. I am gonna say uh I'm gonna say thirteen to seven, like I said said before. Thirteen to seven Vikings. <laughs> so and you're thinking a, you're thinking more of the you're, Yeah, you're thinking more of the le, the end of the Leslie Frazier era, like like that crappy game against the Lions. I'm thinking more of the end of the Mike Tyson yeah, era where yeah. they looked pretty good in the yeah. So I, so when, I when think, think that the first quarter, you know, it's gonna be a normal football game. Clint Kubiak's gonna generate you know, six, three to three to seven points in the first quarter. And then Xavier Woods is going to be like, what am I doing out here on the field? And Mackenzie <laughs> Alexander is going to be like, what is going on? And Brian O'Neill is going to be like, I don't know if it's worth taking all, like trying to block these guys. And Dalvin Cook's going to be like, wow, 20 more hits onto my career. And so there's going to be some gonna business decisions. Shut. There's going to be so many business. This is the game of business decisions. It is. Yep. No, that should be the the title of the show. This is the ultimate meaning nothing had the stats game for Kirk Cousins. I really think it is. Yeah. 400 yards and four or five touchdowns. That's what I think. All right. Just, 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 just. All right. It has been a wonderful, wonderful regular season. Thank you. Like this show helped me cope. Like the having all the comments uh, tonight, everyone was on fire. Like this is again, I, I hate to say it, but when this team's bad, the like like the, the vitriol, like it, it makes it makes it pretty entertaining. So we appreciate everyone watching. And uh, of course we're gonna be here all off season, probably at a little less than once a week cadence, but we'll we'll be around, especially when we're getting close to, to meaning meaningful events. Yes, sir. It's been a pleasure, y'all. We're going to keep on running back, just like Eric said. Until next time, Skull Vikes. Skull. Skull Vikes! Thank you for watching or listening. As always, if you like, subscribe, and ring the bell for notifications. And if you're listening to the podcast, please rate us on your favorite aggregator. Skull, everybody.